This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some federal employees may have seen inconsistencies in their most recent paychecks. With election season in full swing, feds need to be on guard for Hatch Act violations. And after the deadly shooting on a military base, the Pentagon looks to start handling the vetting of foreign soldiers. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The most recent paychecks for some federal employees may be incorrect due to a processing error at the National Finance Center. NFC says it's trying to determine why federal taxes were incorrectly withheld for some of its customers. The error occurred on the last paycheck dated January 13th. The NFC says it's still compiling data on the impacted employees. It hopes to resolve the issue by the next pay period near the end of the month. The election year claims its first casualty of a Hatch Act violation. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has details. An Energy Department employee has been barred from federal employment for three years after she conducted a private tour of a radioactive waste treatment plant on behalf of a congressional candidate. This after agency management had vetoed the tour. The Office of Special Counsel called the action a flagrant violation of the Hatch Act, which bars political activity on the job. The employee resigned and agreed to the debarment from returning. I'm Tom Temin. OMB is giving agencies four months to publish policies for how their grant-making processes ensure religious organizations can compete on equal footing for federal financial assistance. President Trump issued the executive order yesterday telling agencies to ensure applicants for subgrants are not discriminated based on religion. Amid the threat of an Iranian cyber attack, leaders of the Senate Small Business Committee have asked newly confirmed SBA Administrator Yovita Carranza to double down on small business cybersecurity. Committee Chairman Marco Rubio and Ranking Member Ben Cardin have asked Carranza to step up the agency's outreach to small businesses that have limited resources to deal with cyber threats. Both senators request a briefing from SBA on steps the agency is taking to defend small businesses. The Defense Department is getting ready to announce new vetting procedures for foreign military members studying and training at U.S. facilities. The Pentagon says Defense Secretary Mark Esper will announce the changes during a visit to Pensacola Naval Air Station next week. Until now, vetting has been handled by students' home countries, DHS, and the State Department. Following the deadly shooting in Pensacola, DOD wants to use its own screening procedures. A retired chief logistics specialist for the Navy has been censured for his role in the now infamous Fat Leonard bribery scandal. Acting Secretary of the Navy Thomas Modley issued a secretarial letter of censure to Ulysses Guno. Modley says it's been determined Guno improperly accepted and solicited gifts from Leonard Francis and his company GDMA. Air Force Research Laboratory Commander Major General William Cooley is removed from his post due to a loss of confidence in his ability to lead. A press release from Air Force Material Command does not go into specifics over the nature of the allegations against Cooley. He is currently under investigation. Brigadier General Evan Dershin will serve as the new laboratory commander. He served as Air Force Research Laboratory Vice Commander from July 2016 to May 2017. The Army is pressing the reset button on one of its top modernization priorities. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. 
The Army had high hopes for getting a replacement for the Bradley fighting vehicle into the field as quickly as possible, so much so that it planned to use DOD's new middle-tier legal authorities for rapid prototyping. But in a statement Thursday, the Army said it was canceling the competition because vendors couldn't meet the requirements it laid out in the time period it hoped for. Officials say they're still committed to the optionally manned fighting vehicle program and plan to issue a new solicitation based on the lessons they learned from this one. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Senator Mark Warner is urging the Defense Health Agency to remove sensitive medical data belonging to service members from the Internet. Warner says the data is vulnerable due to insecure data practices at Fort Belvoir Medical Center, Ireland Army Health Clinic, and Womack Army Medical Center. Warner's concerns stem from reports of servers that left names, dates of birth, medical images, and other information on service members available to anyone with basic computer expertise. Veterans Affairs says it's on track to move 350 applications to an enterprise cloud by 2024. That's about half of VA's applications and systems. Migrating to the cloud is a key component of VA's massive IT modernization efforts and an ongoing part of the department's plans to prepare outdated infrastructure for a new electronic health record. VA recently completed an infrastructure overhaul at its medical center in Spokane, Washington. The department says it's on track to achieve initial operating capability on a new EHR at that site in March. Sylvia Burns is the new chief information officer for the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. She's been deputy CIO since September of 2018. FDIC says she'll be overseeing the agency's shift to cloud-based platforms and software to reduce its IT hardware on site and provide more responsive solutions to FDIC's dynamic business needs. Interior joins a small but growing number of agencies who have met a March IT modernization deadline. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Interior Department awarded a 12-year, $1.6 billion contract to modernize its network and take more advantage of cloud services. Interior chose CenturyLink under the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, contract. Under the EIS task order, Interior will receive managed core network services that includes designing, engineering, building, and maintenance of a software-defined network and other technologies. CenturyLink also will provide managed security services such as zero-trust networking. I'm Jason Miller. And a bipartisan duo from the House Oversight and Reform Committee has introduced a bill that would prohibit federal agencies from relying on reverse auctions for construction contracts. Congressman Ro Khanna and Mark Meadows claim reverse auctions reward the lowest bidder, but often overlook bids from small businesses and the bid's overall quality. The Construction Consensus Procurement Improvement Act follows a ban on reverse auctions for construction contracts by the Army Corps of Engineers. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 